Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Grow Your Life podcast, where we talk about things that you can apply to your personal life and your business to grow your life, expand your reach, expand your territory, and your influence in the world around you. I believe that if you grow in your life, in your personal life and mindset, it affects business. If you grow in business, make more money, you can do more and accomplish more to go after your dreams, your calling, your destiny, whatever that is. So that's why this exists. If you're not part of our hashtag grow your life community on Facebook, I invite you look it up on Facebook. We have hundreds of people in there that are reaching their goals, going after greater things that they know that they're called to do and having breakthrough every single week through this podcast, as well as the live broadcast that I do every single day on my Instagram and Facebook. So if you're not on those platforms, you're missing out on a lot of free content to help you reach your goals. Today, what I want to talk to you about is how to make more money. Very simply put, how to make more money. And this comes in many different forms. If I'm talking to an employee in a employee business, they're working for somebody. All they can look at is how to make more money, increasing their paycheck, quote unquote. If you are a business owner, this comes in a different term. It's not really how to make more money. It's how to increase revenue, make more profits, lower expenses, hire more people. It's the exact same thing though. And I will show you what I mean by this. Uh, If you are an investor, it's how to get more returns, get more revenue, growth hacking, all of that. But it all boils down to this one term, which is why I could only choose one title for this podcast. And I chose the simplest, lowest form because we're earlier on in the podcast. And so I want to help people at a baseline level and then grow in this. Now, if you listen to this podcast and you're thinking, well, you, you just disqualified me because I'm already making, you know, six figures or a million dollars. So I'm not going to listen to this. That's your own pride and ego telling you that I invite you to listen through the entire podcast and I'm going to get to pieces that will affect you as well. This is for everybody from the employee all the way up to CEOs and investors, how to increase revenue, make more money. If you're a nonprofit, get more donations, get more people mobilized, move more people get more done. Money is just a tool to do more with it. It by itself means nothing, does nothing. It can't on its own possess any power unless we give it to it. And so what I talked about in episode, I believe it was number three of the podcast um, is why you need to make more money. And I go into that whole concept of how making more money what that purpose is for. What I want to talk about now today in this episode is how to make more money, how you can go from where you are to where you want to be and unlock certain parts of your brain that I believe might be dormant because you're so focused on what's immediately in front of you that you're missing what's further beyond there. Now, I had a young man write me the other day. He asked for some ideas for generating. His name's Charles, and I hope maybe he's listening to this. I'm going to share it to him later, uh, how to generate more passive income as a 20 year old. And what I shared with him is this, that, you know what, without context, I can't really give him an exact formula for that, but I was able to start asking questions of him. And I realized that a lot of people don't understand 
the concept of making more money and bringing value to the marketplace and what that means to them. They think they understand what it means, but they don't fully. So let me break down some examples of what that means. You get paid money and you make money in the marketplace for solving problems, for helping other people with a problem that they have to reach their goals faster for either creating convenience, more awareness. Um, there's a few other ones of this, but convenience and awareness are two really big ones right there. The other one is doing a service for somebody, which provides somewhat a form of convenience. Um, so what I broke down is just some examples here, and I'm not going to break down what all those little things are. I'm going to keep this really more simple and baseline in normal everyday people terms. A restaurant owner solves a problem for people. The problem is human beings are hungry. They make food. They make more money by feeding people. Okay. Marketing agencies help businesses get more awareness by getting more customers. So they make money by getting more customers and more awareness. A teacher, a coach, a podcaster like me makes more money by helping other people reach their goals further and faster than they could on their own without listening to me. And that is my goal is that you would listen to what I'm talking about in my podcast, in these episodes, and take what I'm talking about and apply it to your life, your mindset, how you look at the world around you, how you look at the actions and decisions that you make and have it create a better life for you to grow your life, to reach your goals, to go further than where you currently are right now. Okay. Video games make money by helping people pass the time. Same with movies, same with entertainment. That's another way to make money is if you're entertained. Uh, people pay for being entertained as well. Facebook makes money by selling ads to connect people on social media and connect businesses with products. So technically, everything is a service of helping people solve certain problems. Entertainment is still solving a problem to get people from one state of mind to another in their life. Okay. And so in that you are helping people solve a service, solve a problem, reach a certain level of goal in their life. And by you making more money, bringing more value to the marketplace, the only way for you to make more money is to increase the value that you bring to the marketplace and then the efficacy of how far your reach is multiplied by that value. So for instance, if you're selling a, a, a microphone like this, the value is equal to the cost of the microphone, which is divided by the original cost of maybe, let's say there's five or 10 different pieces of equipment. This digital microphone I'm using here solves a problem of only needing one piece of equipment at one low price multiplied by how many people they're able to sell it to. So that equals that money. Now let's break this down to a very simple level. People who are employees, people who are in jobs. The way to make more money if you feel like you are in a place where you've reached the limit of your job is to get a new job or to learn a new skill and take on a new job in your same company. That is the only way as an employee that you can make more money is you have to make decisions and choices to 
increase your value to the marketplace. You need to learn certain things. You need to learn things that you didn't know already to bring value to the marketplace. So how do you do this? One of the ways to do this is to spend time learning, spend time in books, listening to podcasts, going through courses, learning new skills, learning stuff that has nothing to do with what you even know right now, but you have an interest in, a passion for. And I talk about this in episode number one of the podcast where I talk about limitless possibilities. So often we limit ourselves to a box of what is in front of us and not don't open up a world of possibility that we never knew existed. For example, a lot of people, if they're an employee in the digital realm today, could learn skills of marketing, social media management, website development, graphics design, video production, basic skills, and then offer these as service-based agency businesses and make between one to $5,000 a month per client doing this, which is two to three times what they were making in their job, working half as much. Very many people can do this by learning a new skill and applying it to that. And I'm not saying that's the only way to do that, but that is an example. So if you're somebody who is working in a factory, let's say it's an automotive factory, okay? And you want to learn how to make more money, but your boss says there's no room for growth, no room for you to grow or go further in your life to where you want to go to improve your life, to make more money. The only way to make more in that situation is to make a decision and a choice for your life to not be in the situation that you are right now. And so that happens by either learning a new skill and coming back around and either applying at that same job with that new skill or learning a completely different skill that is unrelated to what you've always done your whole life. And there's many different areas of this that are wide open with technology specifically, as well as marketing, as well as what we're passionate about. Could be the arts, could be media, could be speaking, could be teaching, coaching, developing. You could also take what you're already good at and skills that you've always learned and then teach people those skills to make more money. That's a knowledge business right there is doing that. But you might not know the steps and processes of this. Now, I know that there's a lot of people out there that teach these different ways of making money. There's thousands of ways to make six figures, a million dollars. But you have to just pick one, one that works best for you and is in alignment with your goals by increasing the value that you bring to the marketplace. You know, another great area is to learn a new skill, such as learning to program languages like JavaScript, C-sharp, stuff like that in technology. If you're young, if you're older, if you're older and that stuff is not in your realm, if you're over the age of say 35, 40, um, you probably have some sort of a wisdom that you can pass on to the next generation. And that's where the natural form of progression is to go from being just a service or a somebody who is doing activities to being an entrepreneur, maybe a business owner, maybe starting a business in the realm of what you've worked on your whole life and have a passion for. I talked to a lady yesterday. She shifted from doing uh, boot camps, fit body boot camps, to doing art. But one of her biggest passions was helping empower women to go after their goals. And I told her the number one thing she should build is something around empowering women and using art to help them feel empowered. Because now that combines the two things that she's passionate about 
and has knowledge in into a business that is now marketable by increasing value and then helping women feel empowered and go further in their life in that area. And so for somebody who is an employee who is working for somebody else, the only way to make more money is to get more skill. It's not to work more hours. It's to increase skill set in areas that you did not previously possess skill in. And yet growing up throughout our life, throughout our high school and college, we're taught that the only way to learn new skills is to go to a place to do it, to, to learn by going to college to do that. You can learn so many skills through YouTube, through podcasts, through training, through applying yourself, through Googling how to do X, Y, Z, how to find X, Y, Z and learning how to use Google in 2019. If you do not know how to use it at that level to where you can find the answer to 100% of every question that you have is a skill that you need to learn that will make you more money in your life period. Learning how to search for what you want to find and discover is how you can go to that next level. If you are an employee, if you are wanting to break out of that employee place. Now, if you want to stay where you are as an employee and there is growth opportunity, I invite you. <coughs> Sorry, I'm coming off of a cold here. So that's why I was just coughing right there. Um, Learn new skills that you can apply maybe in your same industry. If you want to stay in your existing industry, grow and expand the possibility. If there is another human being that is doing something that you don't know how to do, it is possible for you to learn how to do that thing. The number one thing people believe is that there is some sort of secret that, that is unattainable, that they can't reach, they can't learn, they can't discover because other people did it because they're more special than them and they can't apply themselves with discipline to learn that. And that's the biggest thing that I think holds people back is believing that they can't learn certain things, that they are held back and they are not allowed to go there. And that keeps them back, held back monetarily by their influence and how far they can grow and the impact that they can have on the world around them. And so if you want to stay in your industry, learn new skills in that industry and then come back around, maybe grow into a management position in that industry and then go further from there. If you want to go further as an employee, you either have to do something different that pays more or increase your value in the same thing that you're doing. Another way to do that is possibly by starting a business in the industry that you're employed in because you're already familiar with it. You're already familiar with those things. And I've seen people do that. You know, let's say that you worked in, in um, a parts supplier business in a certain industry. Let's say it was computer parts, okay? You know so much about that industry, but there's no growth right there for you. The next place of growth is you becoming possibly a resource, a supplier, a, an educator to help people learn the difference between what works and what doesn't, and then start to maybe become a manufacturer, uh, somebody who sources products, sources them, works with manufacturers. You see where I'm going here is that as an employee, no matter what you're doing, no matter what industry it's in. And I can tell you, I want you to write me. I want you, if you're listening to this podcast, you got to number 15 minutes into this and you're like, man, there's nothing, nothing I can do to go further. If that is what you're feeling right now, 
and you you need a breakthrough and you need just your mindset broken that's what my group is for the grow your life communities because i want to have a conversation with people i want you to dm me i want you to write me i want you to leave comments about what that is where you are where you want to go and what your situation is and how to break through from it because i know that there is a there is a solution and a path that you can take but it involves you making decisions about your life to not be where you are currently you can either decide to stay where you are or you could decide to make a change okay when you decide to make a change that then transforms the path that you're going and sets you up on a path towards that when you get really clear about your identity about your calling about your destiny what you were made for your actions and decisions come into alignment with those things not just because it's what your dad did your whole life or your mom said that you should have done or what your grandfather said or what a teacher told you or what somebody set you up for or even if somebody gave you a job or position that doesn't mean you have to stay there okay i want to unlock and open up the realm of possibility for you of what it means to make more money money by itself does not mean anything it does nothing it cannot do anything until we apply meaning to it until we until it's in our hands and we put it somewhere and we put it to work and the purpose of making more money is to then roll it into investments and to have it make more for you so that you can then have more freedom and time to spend with your family doing the things that you were called and made to do. And that's why I talked about in episode number three of the podcast is why you need to make more money. This is about how to, okay? So go listen to that. If you're still struggling with, I just don't want to make more money or if it scares you, but you're still listening to this, I think that there's something inside of you that does want to. Because why else would you get this far in this podcast? Go listen to that one. But I digress. To make more money as an employee, you have to increase your skill set. You have to increase the, either the value to your current employer, find a new employer, or start a business. Those are the three things that you can do as an employee. And you're like, well, I don't know how to start a business. Okay, well, if you did, what would you do? And that's where Googling and looking up stuff comes from and asking questions, asking mentors, finding somebody to bounce questions off of, to help you think in a way greater than you've ever thought before. And that's why I created that resource of the Grow Your Life community. The whole idea is I want to have thousands of people in there that people can bounce questions off each other and start to help grow together as a microcosm of a community that is growing together to help each other reach each other's goals by coming up with new innovative ways to think and come up with ideas of how to do things that are different than how the world has taught us that we should do them constantly. That's how I think. That's how I look at the world around me. I don't ever look at what it's in front of me as, as the only way to do things. I look at the world with through kind of the lens of even quantum physics of limitless possibilities. And then I look at what did God make me for? What, what, what is my destiny? What is my calling? And I walk towards that, but what is within my control of doing and choices and decisions to make, um, there's not just one path for that. And to believe that there's only one, one way, I'm not talking about salvation here either. I'm not talking about going to heaven. I'm not talking about spirituality. I'm talking about 
ways to grow your income. So <laughs> there's more than one way to do things. There's more than one path to reach that. And when you can start to choose instead of letting it be chosen for you, then things open up for you. Now in that next part of that is as an employee, once you learn new skills, you'll have to then do some groundwork, approach different businesses, different jobs, go to your employer, show the value, present it, show how you have increased your value to the marketplace and start to negotiate, learn to negotiate. And then it comes to building a business. So often too, I see people, they're like, well, I want to make more money, but I don't want to give up my family, my time, my freedom, my beliefs to do this. And they're limiting themselves because they feel like that is the only way to do that. There's a belief that the only way to make more money is to give up all the things you love. That is not true. In fact, that is the opposite of what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is creating a system that works for you, a system of thinking and mindset that cultivates growth ingenuity, innovation that helps serve you, your family, your goals, that gives you more time to be with those that you love. And that's why I believe that the ultimate way of doing that is to then be a business owner in, a, in an industry that you have knowledge in and a passion for. And that's where the hedgehog concept of good to great by Jim Collins comes from. It's one of my favorite books that is one of the, uh, the, the, the center spokes of where a lot of my mindset comes from on this is what can you be the best in the world at, make money from, and that you love doing those three things. So the best in the world at that comes from knowledge and experience. Okay. And increasing that allows you to become the best in the world at it doing things consistently, methodically. What can you make money from? You got to prove the marketplace. If the marketplace is not buying from you, if there is not a market for what you are selling, you can either create it by putting massive amounts of advertising dollars behind it and then building something that's never been done before, or you start from a ground level. What is the MVP, the minimum value proposition? What is the minimum baseline that people can connect to to then pay you money for? For me, I identified that in growing your life and your business. That's why I created this podcast is this is the minimum value proposition of everything else that I will be teaching, selling, creating, growing tools for, et cetera, in the future is that. And that's why the podcast is this. So, so in a business, starting with an, an MVP is what will the marketplace pay you for? What do people want to buy from you, want to engage with you with? And then how can you then bring that to scale? How can you scale that to make more money? And what happens is a lot of people, when they start a business, they get a little bit of success and then they stop doing the thing that actually brought the success for them. They stop doing the very thing that created the initial momentum and they start doing everything else that looks like what builds a business, but is not. And then they wonder why they're declining because they think that they already did all the groundwork and now they can do everything else when they didn't create a system that sustains where the growth came from. And so when you start a business and you come up with your MVP and you come up with that level of how you can serve people, how you can bring more value to the marketplace, then you comes from methodically consistently doing that thing. And then the next level is in a business, and this is from, uh, 
I need to actually look this up. J. Abraham ways to increase. Oh, what is this? Three ways to grow a business. This is what I love. Uh, he's, he's the master of this. Increase the number of clients. So get more prospects that are paying customers. So that's increase the number in a business. This is the, the th only three ways to grow a business. And these are laws. So um, if you're in a business, this applies to this. This is why as an employee, it's hard to understand this because you can't really do this as an employee, but an employee can shift into being a business owner and then do these things with the things that they have knowledge and skill in. Okay. So the only three ways to grow a business are increase the number of clients. This is from Jay Abraham. Increase the number of clients. So that's the number of people buying from you or prospects that you can convert into customers. Increase the average transaction amount, the amount that they're spending. Or let's say, and, and then increase the frequency that they buy from you. Repeat customers, buying more products, additional products. You know, what is their reason for coming back and buying a second time? You go to Amazon probably every day and look at a product to buy or possibly. They've increased the frequency, the amount of clients and the average transaction over time. And that is what has helped Amazon grow to the, one of the largest companies. Apple has increased the frequency. You're buying a new phone every year. You're buying more products from them. And the average transaction cost has increased over time along with the app store. They now have services they're selling you, music, stuff like that. So in a business, how can you do that? You increase the offerings that you're offering people. Let's say that you're doing education, you're a university. You increase the, um, the classes that you offer. You widen the reach of finding more students and the way to turn them through the organization. You can increase enrollment cost to pay for some of the increased advertising costs and then the frequency of how much they come back. Maybe new programs, maybe referrals as well. And so in a business, those are the three ways to grow any business. And you need to keep those in mind at all times. If you are not working on increasing the number of clients you have, the average transaction of the clients and the frequency that they come back as a repeat customer, then your business will start to decline. Now you don't always have to do all three of these at once, but it's usually one, two, or three of these. And you look at, well, what's an area that we could do that with? You know, you'll know uh, one of the ones that's the hardest for a business owner is charging more because you feel like you're going to lose customers by charging more. Uh, but in fact, if you can increase your customer number with new customers by charging more, you've now increased your overall value to the marketplace, which then allows you to roll into advertising, investment, hiring more people, creating more products, manufacturing. This applies to every single industry, you guys. This applies to, there's not one single industry that this doesn't apply to. And so in a business to make more money, you have to learn, how do I find more customers? I talked about this in podcast episode number seven, using free and paid methods to advertise and find more customers. The free methods first, then roll into the paid using five to $10 a day in advertising creates a windfall of profits for your business. Then you increase the transaction cost. So this comes from, let's say year one, you charge X, Y, Z, you increase it by 10% year two, you keep your old customers on the old rate grandfathered in, you bring in the new customers and you can hire staff to accommodate 
the old and the new customers by doing this, by increasing the overall cost in that. Let's say it's enrollment cost, product cost, like Apple charging more for a phone, uh, the car industry charging between five and $10,000 more for a car every five to 10 years for the same car. Uh, this goes with inflation. <laughs> and then increasing the frequency of them coming back for additional services, add-ons, or new and improved products. Everybody loves new. Would you can take the same old bird and make it new and improve it and present it as brand new, you'll then have an increase just because it's new in the marketplace. Creating new advertising videos as actually a perception. If you're creating marketing and advertising, you're doing Facebook ads. New videos creates the perception of something being new, even if it's the same product, which is why you need to talk about your product as if it's new still, even if it's a year or two old. So you increase the number of clients. This either comes by referrals, advertising, outserving, word of mouth, how people talk about you, the average transaction amount, and the increased frequency that people buy from you. These are the only three ways to grow a business. And then how do you do that? How do you apply that practically. Well, you look at your business and you have to ask these questions of yourself. How can I increase my customers? Well, I don't know how to. Okay. Well, if you did, who would know how to? Then you ask that person how to. And that's why I have the community. That's why I want you to ask me, what is your business? How do you get customers? And then I can show you ways. I can make videos. I can make podcasts helping you come up with ways to do that. That's why I'm kind of like a little resource for you that I'm teaching, but I'm also coming up with content that you can ask and bounce ideas off of me to then come up with ideas. And that's where we then for my higher level consulting clients that I work with, well, I sit on the phone with them and I break down, what are your goals? How can we scale? How can we grow this? How can we break down to the, the lowest level and then the highest level and grow and create a plan for you for the next three months, six months, 12 months, five years to grow. And that's what I do with our, with our clients that hire us. Um, for that, if you're interested in that, contact me. Um, lim I have very limited availability on that as well. So how do you get more customers? So you look at your business and if you're in like I said, if you're an employee, you can't really look at how do I get more customers? You can't, it's hard to have five bosses. Okay. If you're an employee, by the way, your boss is actually your customer. You are serving your boss like they are a customer. So the idea is when you go into business for yourself, now you have a million bosses that you're serving. <laughs> so how do you scale and leverage and serve and reach millions of people versus just one person? That's why running a business is actually harder than being an employee. That's why not everybody's called to it. But if you feel called to that, I invite you to take that journey, to walk down that path, to set goals for yourself, to make decisions for your life, to open up the world, the possibility of what's possible for you to go from being an employee to being an entrepreneur. And if you are an entrepreneur, how do you go from working in your business to being more of an owner in your business to where you have people under you that are working in your business on a daily basis to where you are from a more passive investor role. When you're building a business initially, you have to be the one. It's the lifeblood, the DNA of who you are, what your beliefs are, where you're going, what your goals are, what your calling is comes out of that. And so you're going to work if you're building a business 
every business owner is going to agree with me on this. If you've ever built anything great, you're going to have nights where you're going to work till midnight. It just happens. And you have to be okay with that. And then you have to know that you're going to have days where you don't work at all because you're going to rest and recuperate, spend time with your family. And you're going to time manage that and realize that the most important thing, the only reason that you're doing this is to spend time with your loved ones, to spend time with those that you love, to, to have time freedom, to have the freedom to, to do what you were made for. That's why I talk about possibilities, destiny, going after that, aligning your business goals, your life, what you make money, why you're making money with your destiny and your calling. All of that is so important. And then you can apply the how-tos, the practical how-tos of how to make more money, how to increase your income, how to grow in a business, how to go from being an employee to being an entrepreneur and working 10 times harder to not have to work for somebody else when in fact you're actually working for your customers is what it is as a, as a business owner. And then your employees are starting to work for you while you're working for your customers. And in that, as a business owner, you're actually able to come alongside those that you work with instead of them working just for you. This is the other aspect of it. This is now the third level of this. And this is a very deep level and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because I know not a lot of people are at this level, but it's so important, man, is as a, as an owner, as a CEO, as somebody who is overseeing an organization is to come alongside those that are underneath you and see how you can best serve them. And that's where servant leadership comes from. That's where instead of you being a boss, and controlling people and telling them what to do, where to go, when to go to the bathroom and doing it with an iron fist and controlling people in your organization, you can see growth by coming alongside those that work with you and underneath you and seeing how can I serve you to do your job at the best of your ability and to get even better at it and to go further than even where I've gone. And as a business owner, if you can do that, if you can come alongside those that are underneath you, your goal is then, how can I serve my employees and my customers and help them reach their goals? You see, when somebody's working for you as an employee, they're devoting a majority of their life to working for you and helping you reach your goals. And so to reciprocate that, you come alongside them and see, are there some things that I can do to help you best reach your goals? How can I, as the owner, come alongside you and serve you? instead of expecting them to just bow down and serve you? How can you as the owner serve your employees and work alongside them towards a common goal and go further? And then when you do that, you will have employees that their focus is how can we get more customers? How can we have more frequent business? How can we increase the, our prices? How can we make more products? How can we come up with new ways to innovate, new ideas? And then the possibilities start to compound and grow upon each other. And that's how you can make more money all the way from an employee mindset up to a CEO is by growing in that place, having your focus be on where you're going, not just what's in front of you, but looking at how can we increase our value to the marketplace? How can we increase who we're in impacting, the amount of people that we're impacting? The, uh, the, how can we get in front of more people? How can we, coming in front of more people, serve more people, 
and leverage our time and efforts to the greatest efficacy possible. So often I've seen people have fear of using technology that might eliminate jobs, for instance, okay? But what happens in that is you're actually able to create 10 times as many jobs than the ones that possibly get eliminated by that because now you have 10 times as many customers. And so I want to invite you to look at areas that you can become more efficient in your business, become more efficient as an employee, become more efficient in your time management, become more efficient in your meetings, in your infrastructure, in how you're managing and how you're talking and how you're going back and forth with vendors, with clients, with contractors, how your communication is. Is it planned? Is it scheduled? Is it intentional? Or is it just by the seat of your pants? And when you become really intentional and disciplined with your decisions, your emotions, the actions, and the choices that you make, and you start to make choices that serve you, you'll start to make choices and decisions of how we can make more money. How can I increase that goal? How can I increase revenues? You know, why would an organization want to increase revenues? So they can sell more products, so they can reach more people, so they can create new products, so they can innovate new ideas, so they can create more jobs, so they can hire more people. Why would an employee want to do that? So they can have more time freedom, so they can make investments, so they can possibly start a business, a startup business, so they can maybe hire one or two people, an assistant to do that. Why would a CEO want to do that? You know, people wonder, you know, all these rich fat cats, they got so much money. Why would they want to make more money? To be honest, that's the wrong mindset to think in that way, okay? The right mindset is how can I take money as a tool that means nothing by itself and take what I'm passionate about, my heart, put it behind it to help serve the world around me and make the world a better place and grow not just for myself but for other people and go after the destiny and calling what's been in front of me, what's been given to me, what's been trusted to me, good stewardship of that money. See, if you're not a good steward of the money you've been given, more usually will not come to you. And if it does, it will slip right through you and go to somebody else. But if you're a good steward of the money and it's coming to you and you're using it with wisdom, with choice, with decision, not emotionally, and you do it with the intention to help other people, to create new products, innovation, to help serve your customers, to help create new things that have never been done before, new ideas, new ways of doing things, to influence, to impact the world around you. You make that your focus. That's the only reason to grow in money. It's not to buy new stuff. It's not to buy a bigger house. It's not to buy a fancy car. The only reason to grow money is to increase what you can do with it, where you can put it, and then where it can grow and the amount of wider impact it can have in the world around you and those that are underneath you and follow you and come alongside you so that you can come alongside people and help people create something bigger than you. And so that's part of why I talked about in the podcast, why you, should, why you need to make more money. This is how to make more money. And the how-to is this. Learning knowledge and skill about the things you don't know already. You see, you don't know what you don't know. And I hope I've proven that at this point, that there are many things that you may not know about money, about increasing your income, about making more money, about your efficacy in the marketplace, and how you can leverage your time and investment to make more money 
whether you're an employee, a business owner, a CEO, an entrepreneur, an investor, whatever that is. And so it's about getting rid of your own pride and ego, believing that you know everything, that you have all the answers. Trust me, I don't have all the answers. There's so much that I don't know, but I know that I can help people with what I do know, and that's what I'm called to do right now. But what I don't know, man, I'm constantly seeking out, asking people, I don't know nothing. Please tell me how to do this. And when you can go from that place of humility and humbling yourself as an employee, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a CEO, as an investor, you know, I, I've heard this a lot of, a lot of um, people who are very successful, multimillionaires, six, seven, eight, nine figure earners, billionaires, get real honest about what they don't know and the desire to find, not have to be the smartest person in the room, but to be able to find people that do and work with them to grow as a community together. And when we do that, when we get humble about what we know, what we don't know and get real honest about it. And then we start to make decisions and choices of how can I learn what I don't know? How can I find and seek out what I don't know? Seek out somebody to help me do this. Seek out mentorship somebody who can help me grow in this area. Then we open up a world of possibility that did not previously exist for us because we were able to take a look at what we didn't know, the fear of the unknown and brought it into the light and into our vision space from the outside of our peripherals into what we can see. If you bring your fingers around here to where you can finally see it, see, I can't see my fingers right now. And now I do right there. Once it comes into your view space, you can start to look and see what you know, but you don't know what you don't know. You do not know what you do not know. Please get this. And I feel like some people don't understand this. They don't realize that they don't know what they don't know. And they're limited by what they do know. Instead of asking the questions, be willing to ask the questions and ask, ask your customers, ask your employees, Ask your boss, ask your managers, ask the people that you work with, your trusted wise counsel as well. Not just anybody put weight on the answers that come in. When I'm asking my customers, I ask more of a wide reach and I don't put full weight into all of what they say. When I'm asking people that I've trusted that have wisdom, that carry wisdom, that I, that speak into my life, I put more weight into the answers that they give me. You know, find some people that you can trust and then don't, you know, don't put any one or two people specifically as well on a pedestal so high up that they're the ultimate authority as well of what you can and cannot do. And this is, this is where I want to encourage you to learn how to make decisions for yourself, to choose the path for your life, where you're going and make a decision to grow your life and to, and, and to connect with your identity and your calling and what God made you for. You see, because when you can connect with what you were created for, what the creator of the universe put inside of you when you were created and everything else flows from that place, then the questions that you ask other people, they can't come against that alignment with your calling because you're so centered and focused with what, why you were created, with what you were made for and your calling and your identity and the beliefs about that. And I talked about that in my episode about, you know, 
your breakthrough is on the other side of what you're afraid of, the confidence and getting more confident in those areas. I believe that was podcast episode number six where I talked about that. An experiential truth and all of that. You know, what you experience tells you that this is how it's always been and you create this belief system around that. And sometimes those beliefs are not in alignment with the truth about you know, the identity and what God made you for. And so you have to get really clear about the truth about what God made you for. You know, I'm called to help people. I'm called to, to speak into people's lives, to influence, to impact the world around me. And yet my unbelief was, I don't have the skill to do that. I don't know how to do that. I don't even know where to start. But the truth about what God says about me is that he's, he set me up for this. He seated me in this place, in the heavenly places to go after what he's called me to. He's given me all the tools that I need inside of me to do that. And I can seek wise counsel. And then everything comes into alignment with the destiny and the calling and the identity as a son of God for what I was created for, what I was made for. And then everything that I choose to do, the decisions that I make are manifest from that place in alignment with my calling. And when you make your decisions, you make your choices from that place, an alignment of what you were made for, and then you ask, okay, how can I make more money to do what I was made for? It's not about like, you know, declaring that you're going to make money and then it just appears. You got to, you like, you have to learn how to do the hard work. You got to do hard things. You have to make decisions. You have to go out there and, and like, that's why I want to help people build businesses, make more money, grow in their life, their families, their business, their spiritual, their spiritual life, make more money in their businesses to impact the world around them and to go after their destiny and the calling that they have for their life. So if you're an employee and you want to break out of this, you, you, you see like they're stuck. There's no way out of it. There is a way, but it's about making a choice and coming to alignment with what you were made for and then choosing where you were going, what you're called to do, choosing to do that. And yet so often we feel limited by what other people have told us, by even, you know, what religion has told us. For me, my relationship with God, my belief in Jesus is not tied to just religion of what a single church or person has told me. But what I know my destiny and my calling is goes far beyond that. It's what I was created for, what I was made for. And the only, and the reason that I want to make money is to help other people to see that my number one goal is so that the world might know my Jesus, my the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the ones that, the one that I serve the creator of the universe and have a relationship like I do. And, and the, the reason that I personally want to make more money is so that I can run advertising and reach more people, reach hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people to do that, to help them, to grow in their life, to see new ways and new possibilities that exist for them, new possibilities for their life, not the old ways that they've been taught their whole life. And to do that, I know then I have to make decisions to build a business, to serve the marketplace, create products, services, go from being an employee to being an entrepreneur, to building a business, 
to then increase my reach, my influence, so that then I can put money behind advertising to hire people, to create staff, to create products. It takes money to create all that. It takes time. If you don't have time, I only got 24 hours in a day. So the way to get more hours out of your day with 24 hours is to make money and then leverage it with the people that you hire to create jobs. You know, I shouldn't take a job away from somebody that is skilled at something just because of my own pride and ego that I should be the one that should do it. So that's why I want to create jobs and then create products and possibilities and, and, and new ways and inventions and tools to help people reach their goals and to do this. And so for me, that's where that comes from to make more money is to do that for you. It might be something totally different. Your reason for making more money could just be to spend more time to, to, with your kids. You know, if you're working so much or you're not making enough and there's the stress of debt, the money stress of debt causes you to be so focused on the debt that it becomes a distraction from what you're called to do with spending time with your family, with spending time with your wife, with your kids and being focused on that because you're so focused on what you lack. But when you can remove that lack from your scenario by making a choice to do so, that lack no longer becomes a reason and a crutch for you to lean on and a comfort zone for why you are where you are. And so this is why a, you need to make more money. You need to want to make more money. And if you have a belief that says you can't or you're not allowed to or it's illegal for you to, that's a whole nother deep level that's based on experiences that you've had that created beliefs and identities about money and about you and your life and what you can and cannot do that are not in alignment with what you were created for. And so that's where you need to go back to that where I talked about that in episode number six of the podcast about breaking through from unbelief, fear, doubt, lack of confidence, getting in alignment with the beliefs about what God says about you. Nobody else, no other person, nobody can tell you how big or small you can dream and where you can go. But if you come into alignment with what God has set up for you, the plans and the purpose that God has made for your life, what you're called to do, the possibilities are endless when you align yourself with that. With the people you can impact, the influence that you can have in the world around you, and the reach that you can have, and the amount of efficacy to change the world. There's so much going on in our world, and I know that we feel like, I wish we could do something. You can do something, but it takes a process, and the process takes time and decisions and belief that you can, and realizing, okay, if you're an employee, this is your sphere of influence. How can we increase our sphere of influence by possibly, you know, going to a different job, maybe becoming a manager, maybe starting a business. And then if you're a business owner, how can we increase our reach, more customers, more products, help more people? How can we then grow in our efficacy in maybe starting multiple businesses, investments, and then growing that and, and, and creating more jobs and influencing more people and helping more people in the world around us. And then that gives us more leverage and reach to influence the world around us. I hear so many people, they complain about, the so many wealthy people that have so much influence and control of the world around them in politics, in religion and finance and education. And yet the solution to that, it would be for great people with good morals and ethics to go do something great with their life, to grow their life, to increase their sphere of influence, to make choices and decisions, to align themselves with people, with choices, with their calling, with where God has called them to go. 
then you can make an influence. Then you can make an impact in those areas that seem impossible by doing that. And so that's where my whole belief of you need to make more money. You need to really make a decision and expand your belief about what money means, why you need to make it, why you want to make it and align your beliefs with what your calling and your destiny is and then learn the knowledge Gain the skill, the experience in how to make more money and then how to then go further and grow that. And each level, we hit these plateaus. We hit these part where we go up and then we flatline. We go up and we, and we, and we do this and we're like, how do I go to the next level? How do I go to the next level? And that's where you constantly, you seek out mentors, teachers, people who can help you get to that next level. They can help you go to the next place in your life because they've been there before. You can go, you can be underneath somebody that has accomplished what you're wanting to accomplish and learn from them what not to do, what to do. And then from there, you can grow further. You can grow your life. You can expand your reach. You can expand your territory, your influence, and what is possible for you in your life. If you do this, And so that's how you can make more money, no matter where you are, no matter who you are, whether you're an employee or even if you're a high school student or you're a mom or a dad or a business owner, instead of asking and looking at why you can't, ask the question of, if I could, how would I? That's a scary question for people is opening up a world of possibility of how could you do something that you previously believed you weren't allowed to do? And a thought experiment. How could I build a business that I thought I was not allowed to before? And asking yourself that question and then answering that question for yourself starts to create a dialogue and write it down in your journal, write down your goals, write down your notes, put a plan on paper, Write it down. It materializes itself from the realm of possibility to the dimension of reality when you write it down. And then you start to make decisions and choices and actions to then walk it out in your life with consistency. And that's how you can make more money. You don't make more money just for making more money's sake to stack the dollar bills. You know, I mean, having a castle and a nice car and all that is is great. (laughs) <clears throat> but it's not for that purpose. That's part of the overflow of all of that is, 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 is those material possessions and material possessions usually come, but you can't let material possessions possess you in those places. You can't let your business possess you. You can't let money possess you. You take control over it and not let it control you. And then when you do that, you can bring it into alignment with your destiny, your calling and what you were made for in your life. So I hope that encouraged you. If this did encourage you, please share it with somebody. Share it with, share this podcast, the Grow Your Life podcast, this episode. If any of the episodes encouraged you, all I ask is that you share this podcast with somebody. Tell them about it. Each episode that impacted you, I want you to tell one person about it. Not like, you know, this podcast just impacted me. But if each, like episode seven did, if episode nine did, if episode eight did, whatever that is. Tell somebody about it. Pass it on. Don't keep this to yourself. Help somebody else grow to another level further than where you are. 
You know, engage with me on social media in our Grow Your Life community. Join that. Invite your friends to that. I want to grow a community together of people where we're growing further in our lives and our calling and our destiny than we ever could on our own in that community. And I'm also doing part of that is giving back a giveaway hashtag grow your life on every post that I put, which by the way, it it is not for um, Instagram live because those aren't trackable that way uh so instagram live is not what i mean what i mean is a post to the feed so instagram tv or a post you put hashtag grow your life in any post that i put on the feed or instagram tv then at the end of the week i choose one person if you post that within 10 minutes of me posting it, it has to be within that 10 minutes so set your notifications to alert you when i post to instagram you put hashtag grow your life in the comments and i will pick one person every single week to win that. I just had a call with a lady yesterday where we were able to unlock her past business, this new business she started, where she's going, where she wants to go. And I talked to her and we broke it down like deep level. And, and she told me that she had a great breakthrough from that, man. So I'm going to, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do calls with people and give back one winner each week. I'll do a 30 minute call with you as a giveaway. And maybe, you know, uh, as I have products, you know, maybe give away some products and stuff like that and other stuff like that. You can pick and choose whatever you want. I'll give you that option. Hashtag grow your life on Instagram, on the feed, on the post, on Instagram TV. And I'll pick one winner each week. The same person can only win once per month and, and for that giveaway on there. Now, and I want to encourage you. I believe in you. You can grow your life. You can go after your calling, what you were made for, your destiny why God made made you. Nobody can tell you how far you can dream or how big you can dream or how far you can go. We're in this together. Let's grow your life together with this podcast. Have a good, have a good one, everybody. Share this with somebody. Join the Grow Your Life. Hashtag Grow Your Life giveaway. Join the Facebook group and we will talk soon.